Daredevil. Uh, Daredevil uh, now has moved to Disney Plus. Um, it moved from there from Netflix. So, you know, all the crop of Marvel Netflix shows like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, all those kind of moved to Disney Plus. So they ended their Luke relationship. Luke Cage, Punisher, and that's it. There's no other Netflix shows. <laughs> yeah. <that are> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They made no other television shows. Yeah. It's no, nothing involving uh, martial arts <laughs> or anything like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and they kept the violence uh, in the show. So that's a lot of people what they were wondering when a lot of the show when the yeah. shows kind of crossed over. Uh, because you'll see it. I mean, I was watching the series and they kept in when Kingpin decapitated want- somebody with a car. Then all the blood. Yeah, want- <laughs> so good. So good. Whoa, 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 whoa! So can you, Josh? Would you be also if you're able <laughs> to kind of give like the boring adult background on how they were i mean i know they were able to acquire them because technically they are projects but again yes yes so so, yes so yeah so back in the day when they were in development um they were originally made by marvel studios the whole idea was that all of these uh all of these uh netflix shows were going to be set within the mcu and eventually they would cross over with characters like captain america like uh iron man but, you know, as time went on and Iron Fist fucked up the whole thing for them, uh, they decided to just retcon all of it and just say that, you know what, Netflix, you guys, you do your thing. Just keep keep that fucking white boy away from us. <clears throat> yeah. Uh... But as, uh, as a couple of years went by, then uh, the rights, um, the broadcasting rights to the shows uh, with Netflix expired. So that was when... Uh, Disney acquired them back. Disney acquired the character rights back for all of them. And then they just slowly started to shift the way, cancel all the shows. And then whenever Disney Plus was uh, up and running, that's when they decided to move everything over. And that's when they updated the uh, parental controls. So that's why they have like a TVMA uh, option on there now. Mm. Which rules, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so which, that is, means- which is why I can, which is n- why I can watch shit like Pam and Tommy and Fresh on my Disney Plus here in Japan. Yeah. Or you can watch Luke Cage, dick, uh, Luke Cage, dick down Jessica Jones. Now. <laughs> yeah, you want to see? Yeah, you want to you want to see Jessica Jones get railed? Yeah. <laughs> like uh, great, great, great job, Netflix. You guys doing the Lord's work, <laughs> but oh uh, so okay. good. I'm gonna t- Disney. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> here got the fucking BBC fucking um, no, but I, I guess we can kind of get excited for Blade maybe because now they can kind of release R-rated films if they want. It'll just be yeah, and play. yeah, and even shows like Moon Knight with uh, it, with shows like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Moon Knight. The subject matter, it's much darker than anything I think the uh, the MCU tackled up to that point. And I think um, with uh, with the timing of it, with them finally dropping uh, all of the Netflix shows and then rolling right into Moon Knight, I think they're kind of getting the reaction of, okay, can we do darker, more violent mm-hmm. stuff? Especially when we've already announced characters like Blade coming to the MCU. 
so so I, I I think we've been heading this direction for a while, honestly, because even if you go back to Winter Soldier, that was kind of the start of it, because it's like, oh, we're going to talk about, you know, secret government surveillance, you know, inside a fucking superhero film. And, like, the, so the subject matter has slowly, you know, like, they've been, at, uh, you know, adding more thriller kind of horror elements to to their stuff as well, like, really since, Infi- uh, really since like, Infinity War. So, like, mm-hmm. we've been kind of heading this direction um, in general, but... Um, I think they already confirmed Blade is still going to be PG thirteen, but even watching, so- but even watching <laughs> something like Moon Knight or even Hawkeye, like like they're showing, showing people get shot in the chest with fucking arrows in Hawkeye with like no like no gumption of like oh well you know that wouldn't kill you <laughs> so like they are and and the kills in Moon Knight are fucking brutal which is something I actually dig about the show which you know shows you don't always need to show blood to get across violence so mm-hmm. i think you're gonna get i think you're gonna get something violence wise in the vein of something like moon knight with blade like i think they'll push that pg-13 line as far as they possibly can um I, I, I'd, I'd imagine you get action similar to something like in the batman where yeah. it's the stunt work and the sound design that you feel like the crunch of someone's face getting bashed in Mm. No. Like, no. everything doesn't, like, I know people want everything to be rated R, and it's like, you don't always need, mm-hmm. you don't, it doesn't always need to be. Like, <laughs> now, do I think something like The Punisher would be harder to pull off in PG-13? Yeah. Yeah. But but do I think you could do it? Yeah, probably, actually, you know? I mean, I... You know, we don't have to Alec Baldwin everything. You know, we can. We can. We can have things less, be less violent. Rated R films are more though than just sex and cursing. I mean, they've been pushing that line mm. with action films since the fucking eighties. But I feel like yeah. with Disney, my issue is that I, I want them to go rated R just because I feel like it would force them to change their formula. It would force them to not try to break every scene up with a fucking comedic you know what I mean? Like throw in. It would force them to actually say racism. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it would force them to actually like give us something of actual substance versus like this kind of we're gonna teeter the line. It's like girl you've been teetering the line. But I don't understand. Mm. You have it's movies where they killed the mother and the little bear. We had to figure it out. You had Lion King where we saw that nigga daddy thrown off a cliff. Just <laughs> knock it off, okay? Like, y'all can go there. Please go there. I mean, they did with something like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, though. Like, I mean, you, like, so here's the thing. There's a difference between not going there and people not wanting to accept what you put out there. Because the whole concept of connecting the Tuskegee, uh, the T- Tuskegee experiments to Falcon Winter Soldier, which is clearly their version of it, and people going like, oh, I, I don't want to accept this, because there's a lot of that from people who reviewed the show, even, like, critics were kind of like, oh, I don't want to address that. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, if you want these things to get real, you're going to kind of have to accept, you know, like, whether yeah. it makes you uncomfortable or not. I mean, Fuck, Jessica Jones is about sexual assault, and people are like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you can't be mad when these shows introduce, uh, you know, introduce real-world themes. You just brush mm-hmm. past it, you know? <laughs> that gives them less incentive to do it. So, right. so yeah, yeah, they've, they've gone there, but... Yeah. 
I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Chill's in the in the chat right now. He's saying, uh, yeah, there's talks in casting Jussie, Juicy Smouye as the new Punisher just to shake some shit up. <laughs> 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 yeah, Mufasa died from a stroke as he fell in the Blu-ray version. <laughs> that is some okay. You know what? You remember in ET when they re-released it though, and they took all the uh, guns out and uh, they yeah. walkie-talkies with the government. I was like, yes, because no one in no one with a badge would shoot a child. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like come on, y'all, really walkie-talkies? Like fuck off! It would have shot those kids. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, of course they wouldn't have. Yeah. They were white. Yeah, you know what? Fair, fair point. Actually, uh, okay. To get into Daredevil, uh, as I was talking about here. Uh, uh, so yeah, Daredevil. Uh, like I said the series is now on Disney Plus. Uh, dealing with the Devil from Hell's Kitchen, uh, starring Charlie Cox, Deborah Ann Wolf, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, who Charlie Cox now is a part of the officially part of the MCU now. He just showed up in yeah. no, no Way Home. Um, so congratulations to that character. Um, and I remember there was an interview, uh, Jessica Hegwick, she did uh, with somebody where they were talking uh, to her about it and mm-hmm. talking about her character. And she said, like, she, I think Charlie Cox had told her that when Daredevil ended, when they canceled the show, they Marvel had told him that, don't worry, your character's going to be coming back. So, you know, don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Um she and that's the reason why she turned down uh, a Marvel role because I think she was supposed to be she was supposed to be in Shang Chi but she turned that down. She said she was hoping yeah. for the same thing <laughs> to happen to her where her character would come back in some capacity. Uh, but I mean I don't know why you would think that you're not Daredevil, but uh, whatever. Uh, uh, so so that was kind of the they they told her. Uh, well, well, she was she was also one of the more genuine genuinely liked characters out of. Uh, out of that universe. I mean, she was true. basically the star of Iron Fist. Uh, true. The, the, there's no basically. She was the star of Iron Fist. Let's call. It she was it. the one person that. She was the one person in the entire production of that show that actually gave a. Sh- uh yep. yeah. Uh, she eventually even became uh, Iron Fist. She took his own show from him, but yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so- nothing of value was lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you kind of you kind of see that a little bit, you know. He's back, and also Vincent Arfio is Kingpin, who a lot of people loved both those characters there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for the character he showed up yes, in Hawkeye when, recently. Yeah, back when yeah back when the shows were airing, it was almost a crime that neither that neither Cox nor uh, D'Onofrio got any like awards recognition because At those are all. both Emmy those are both Emmy worthy uh, performances in both of these, at least in the first and third seasons of the show. So, like, season two is a step down, but it's still a damn great show. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, how it, do you make... It, 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 has the, it has the Iron Man 2 problem, where it's so preoccupied with setting up the Defenders that it, it kind of forgets to be a show about Daredevil. So, I, okay, so here's why I can't, oh, oh wait, are we talking about the whole show, by the way? Season yes, one, yes. Three? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, I just want to make sure before we got into spoilers. So, the thing about season two is... Okay, so like season A, I would give uh, season one, I would give like an A plus two. I think it's a mm-hmm. brilliant episode, uh, season of television. Season two is like an A minus, and the reason why mm. it's an A minus is because they can't figure out how to make the hand work, and it's so goddamn frustrating that you make a mortal fucking ninjas boring, and it's like, fuck, why is this so hard for you to get across? It it's it's really terrible, but the but everything else in season two. Uh, especially John Bernthal's Punisher, who is just 
horrifying in the way he just shoots people in the face with yes. no gumption. Like, yeah, that yeah, that turn as the Punisher is the best version of that character. And I'm, I'm, I, and I'm somebody that likes at least the first season of the Punisher, but yeah. it, it doesn't hold a candle to his performance in the first four episodes. Oh no, his 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 performance in, in Daredevil is still the best. I dig both seasons of The Punisher because honestly, Frank Castle is as most interesting when they get into the war aspects and like the you know like the fucked up veteran aspect of the character. Mm-hmm. When they get away from that, is where the character gets into trouble because they just don't know how to emo- emotionally develop him without that key component. Mm-hmm. And so that's why season two hits with me. Season one, uh, season two of of, uh, of Daredevil, though, when he's just talking about his kids, is the most heartbreaking goddamn thing. And it's like, oh wow, that just broke you beyond a point that you can even come come back from. And it really, the uh, that conversation him and Matt have, or uh, Daredevil have on the roof, which is straight from the comics, is is one of the best scenes the MCU has done. Like, period. It's just... Because you get where Frank is coming from. Because he's seen mm-hmm. enough people just, you know, get away with shit, you know. And also in the age of us holding cops accountable, that scene is aged, like, hilariously well. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah, you can't just go around killing people, but... <laughs> but, um... And that's maybe the best thing in the whole show, or for season two. Um... But Bernthal is, is horrifying. He really should have gotten some awards love for that uh, for that turn um, in Daredevil because he's great in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I think yeah, I feel that way with season two. Uh, yeah, really good season. And you know, we had all seen the show before, um, all three seasons. Just revisiting and now, Jenna, you watched all three seasons of Daredevil before, right? Yes, and I'm I'm just now realizing. The links between Daredevil and Hawkeye, even though that was the greatest shows, I'm starting to see the connections here. Um, I did see all three seasons. I actually don't remember. I had to reread. I was like, what the hell was season two about again? And then yeah. that's when, um, <laughs> yeah, because I did not remember. Uh, but that was with, uh, with The Punisher. And to me, season two is actually my favorite season out of all of them. Um, Season one, to me, was boring. I hated it. But the only reason why I stayed was because I believe her name is Karen and Froggy, like the side characters, um, (laughs) and running the firm. To me, those dynamics just kind of kept me watching it because the character of Daredevil himself had to grow on me. He was just not... I just couldn't relate. Like It just was a, a complete disconnect. Um... But as the seasons progressed, he grew on me. Even though he's still kind of like a whiny little bitch, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Damn. The, he is. Damn. He, gets, he gets on my nerves. Especially when his uh, baby mama come back in season two. I like season two because it really, I was like, I hope they flesh out <laughs> this character and like give us something a little bit, like a little bit more depth and a reason why he is the way he is. His character arc. Because him being blind and just like that being his whole MO just wasn't, it wasn't giving what it's supposed to give. But in season two, you kind of get more of his background, more if, of why If his... that's your interpretation of season one, they literally spend 
half of the half of each episode as flashbacks of him growing up and why yeah, Matt but... chose to do the things he did. And there's an yeah. episode in season one where it's just Matt and Foggy having a conversation of the why he does this. And yeah. it's one of the most heartbreaking episodes of TV I've seen. I and being blind would kind of piss you off just in general. Like, I mean, you kind of just brush by that. Like, oh, him being blind, that's his whole deal. It's like, yes, that wouldn't make your life. He's blind. His father's dead. He grew up in a Catholic orphanage. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> I, I don't mean, why are you literally brushing past? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> That's a testament, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, the actor himself, it's more about his acting choices um, versus, like, the way the character is written. Like, I, I got the assignment, but to me in season one, it just wasn't emotionally connecting for me. Like, I just didn't feel, I, didn't, I don't know. It just, he just, like, I got it, but it was, I don't know what was missing. In season one, I think it was also, like, the pacing. I just did not like season one. Like, for mm. me, I really wasn't looking forward to a second season. But then I was glad that I stuck with it even to the third season. But again, it was the it was really the side characters in the show that kind of elevated. Because had it just relied on him, I think he, you know what my issue is with him? He gives me the Keanu Reeves syndrome where you're kind of emoting, like, of course he's blind. But it's like, girl, it's called acting. But it's like, you are, like, his just expressions are just very flat like he was just a flat actor and mm. he was charming at moments but to me he just wasn't like i wouldn't have cast him to be daredevil there's i mean ben affleck was no better but you know <laughs> i wouldn't have cast either one of those little pasty white boys um but <laughs> wow, like i said damn. season two season two <clears throat> season three again i i think the change in writing and just putting daredevil in these very on your feet, kind of like, no, you can't go by these moves that you spent a whole season whining about. Like, we get it, girl. We know why you're doing it. Like, he couldn't rely on that. Like, it forced him to change. And in forcing that character to change and confront a whole bunch of things, like, on your feet, it kind of, it was interesting because it was like, finally, we're getting a little conflict. We're getting something. We're getting more from you. And even his acting choices, I think, as it went on, he just got better. So I enjoyed him and his character even better. But I did like Electra. I loved it. And then, of course, season three with Kingpin. Like how you said, like, those, that's an actor guy. <laughs> that's a goddamn actor, okay? Because <laughs> whenever he was on screen, he fucking killed it. He could have played that character. I mean, Vincent D'Onofrio is fucking Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio yeah. is one of the greatest character actors working and you really give is. him a role, and you give him a role with meat like uh, like how Wilson Fisk is written on this show, where you, where half the time you don't know if he's wrong. Yeah, his methods, yes, but his reasoning <laughs> Matthew, for it, Matthew. and his his methods, yes, and his reasoning for it are are warped. But he's also. He's also written sympathetically in a way that you understand, especially in his flashback episode and his uh, his connection to uh, Ayla Zur, who plays uh, Vanessa Mariana on yeah, the show. Fine ass Vanessa, yeah. I'm like, yeah. like <laughs> I, I'd kill, I'd kill for her. I get, you get why he does. Yeah, yeah, I'd kill, yeah, I'd kill the entire Russian mob for her. Mm. Right? 
it, and when, and speaking of her, when that when that flip switches in season mm. three, where she's down to be like mob boss, yeah, wife, when you realize her that hands dirty, she, yeah, she is down to be Lady Macbeth. Mm. Yeah, and and then you're just like, oh shit, because season three. So Daredevil is a character at his best um, when he's being written. Is when is it something feels in the background like Fisk there? Is, is you? Is something in the background? Oh yeah, uh, I don't know where the remote is. It's Harley Quinn though. But um, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, the best uh, when Daredevil's being written at his best, it's when Kingpin feels like he's always a step ahead. And season mm-hmm. three is that for like ninety nine percent of yeah, it. <laughs> season three is basically just getting kicked in the balls by Wilson Fisk for like thirteen episodes. Mm. Be, be, because there is so there is that point. Where, you know, like, being someone who grew up going to church and everything, talking to my partner about it, season three, because we watched all three seasons together um, during lockdown, I was explaining to her, I'm like, I don't know if I disagree with Matt about not killing him, because I'm just like, this motherfucker needs to go, and so when Foggy and, uh, when, when Foggy and uh, uh, Karen are both just like, no, 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 don't kill him, I'm like, mm. I'm like, Maybe he should just just this once, but he Fisk is just ahead at every goddamn point in season three. When um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the FBI guy, uh, Agent oh, uh, um, Nadine. Thank you. Because the way he gets caught up in it, you're like, oh fuck, that is just the most unfortunate chain of oh, your sister lost her job and she got sick. Oh, now you're trapped, and it's mm. it's fascinating to see how Fisk. You know, just like grunt, like twist the arm of people like who are at their lowest point in a working yeah, form, which is so fucking cruel. That's what he does so well, and yeah. especially when you get the reveal of how deep that corruption with the FBI goes, it's it's heart wrenching when it happens. And because yeah. this the character in Nadim who you spent so long thinking that hey he's on the side of good and it's a guy who's like wrong place wrong time and his redemption arc in season three it's a highlight it's a character it it's is. a character arc I didn't see enjoying when I like queued up season three of the show and he ended up being one of the highlights uh, of the entire series mm-hmm. especially because I think season three it's all about. Um, it, it is a very loose adaptation of the, the comic art Born Again. Yes. But it's about not only a, a Daredevil realizing why he needs to he needs to do this and why he needs to go out every night and why why he shouldn't uh, kill kill any of his enemies. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, with, you know, the different seasons, uh, you know, they're the show, three seasons that they're doing, and they're going to, they said that they're potentially going to maybe come back with the show, reboot the show, I don't know exactly what, they haven't been very specific about what they're going to do, but another season of Daredevil is going to come, um, you know, they haven't really been particularly, you know, what they're going to do yet, but another season Mm -hmm. is going to be coming. Um, seeing, you know, all these seasons again, season one through season three, uh, it is very kind of interesting to see how, like, you know, first of all, this came out in 2015, and this was the very first one of the Marvel Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this when, was... it, when it came out, I skipped classes, just hung <laughs> out in the library with my laptop and my headphones and binge-watched the entire thing. Yeah. 
Um, and hey, it was you know dropped all at once, and it was something. Hey, it was it was great. I mean, it really surprised a lot of people at that time. It was very different from what Marvel was doing. Uh, typically, yep. even on their ABC shows, like with the Agents of Shield mm-hmm. that was out at the time. Um, so that was also very something different. Uh, and with Charlie Cox, who I you know think did a very good job uh, as uh, Daredevil. I think he did a terrific job um, as him. And it's funny that you know uh, trivia fact that he was roommates with Andrew Garfield and Robert Pattinson at one time. All three of them were right. So cool. Uh, um, <laughs> they not. Uh, all three of them ended up being superheroes. Hey, you know, you know, they all had good acting careers afterwards. So good for them. Um, so yeah, that that was kind of pretty nice little fun little trivia. And to see the cast of people like Deborah Ann Wolf who plays Karen, uh the actor who plays Foggy. Uh, what's the actor's name who plays Foggy? Uh, oh, Eldon Henson who plays Eldon Henson who plays Foggy. Yeah, Fulton Reed of the Mighty Ducks. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh shit, that was him? That's him, yeah. <laughs> uh, um so I thought that was, you know, very good supporting cast here that you have. I mean, you know, that worked really well with the show. Um, nice change of direction they had with the Karen character because if you know what the, happens to the Karen character in the comics, it's a very different diversion of what it's, they did. There. It's and very. It, she gets the Frank Miller. Yeah, yeah, and they set it up so well to think that that's exactly what's going to happen with her. Mm. Yeah, so I, I very kind of much appreciate what they did there. Um, and with the season one, it, it reminded me, uh, how much I love Wesley. Wesley was great. Wesley, um, was, you know, when his first appearance there, it's like, he's the, the, the right hand man of Fisk. And afterwards I I did really miss him. Um, it it goes into how, you know, really good he was. And I wish they kept him on a little bit longer. Um, but he was really great. I mean, he did die. I mean, it was kind of his fault. I mean, he was stupid. Oh, and, it was so. Oh, it was hundred yeah. percent his, his fault. fault. Yeah, not kind of his fault. He, he was a loaded he, gun on the table. He yeah. was being a sexist pig and going like, "This bitch won't shoot me." And he fucked around and found out. Like the <laughs> end. Like, <laughs> what are you? What are you gonna do? Shoot me? Yeah. And she. Oh man. She, she unloads him. on him. Yeah, and. That scene where she tells Fisk that she did it is one of the most tense scenes I've ever seen in anything. When she flat out goes, I would have shot him more, but the clip ran out. I remember going, oh, yeah. man, he's about to, <laughs> like, he's about to choke the shit out of you. And then, oh, that scene. Fuck, I might watch that scene after this. But yeah, yeah. that scene rules. I, I'm definitely watching that scene after that. All I was looking at was- Oh God! Is there a car door around? Oh my God, run! No, uh, I mean, so I mean, you do kind of have you know a lot of great things with him. Um, Jenna, what were kind of your thoughts? You know, you said season two is one of your favorites. <laughs> what were kind of your thoughts on season three? There. Um, season three for me uh, was good. I'm trying to remember why I was not. I I guess when I rank all of them, <laughs> season three and then season one for me. Um, season three to me was really, really good, but it, it definitely, if it wasn't for, again, Vince Mafrio, suck his dick anymore, um, <laughs> I feel like it really would have been, it wouldn't have been as good for me. Um, I think again, the, the editing in this got better <coughs> season, but season three was another season which is kind of just like, I don't know if it if it's an issue of like different directors each episode or like I don't know if that's it or maybe different writers each like it's I can tell it's not <clears throat> the same person doing it each episode so <laughs> they don't all feel coherent. Um, so luckily the storyline is 
intricate enough but not overly complicated to where I could just follow the storyline and kind of overlook the production issues that to me just kind of made season three just it was good but again I don't I don't know I, I would probably have all of these um all these episodes to see um but it was still a solid like this again is like this show got better with each season and season three was the culmination of I think I enjoyed Daredevil's arc because it was just like, nigga, this is real life. You feel me? Like, not like he didn't know. But season one, he set his little foundation. Season two, shook up his foundation. Season three, completely obliterated it. Because um, they took the, the question that Batman or Superman failed at, and they always fail at with Batman, the whole, should we kill people, should we not? But they did it in a way where it wasn't and boring and just like, no real cost, right? In season three, there was a lot of cost, you know? Um, mm. So I like the way that season three, it, to me, was the most mature out of the seasons because it had the most at stake because you were dealing with Fisk. And Fisk, I'm glad they didn't... I'm glad... I feel like if Fisk wasn't such a strong adversary, the entire season would have suffered. Um, mm. But yeah, it was pretty good. In fact, I think season three was the highest... Maybe they rated that the highest rating mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. season three I think had like the highest out of all seasons so it was mm. pretty good I just wish they would kind of keep to kind of the same directors though um just so that it feels it gives me that cohesion like Atlanta is a great example of just like a little flow to it all yeah but the, even that's not directed movie. by the same guy yeah right? they switch up they well, switch up but hero oh let me not mess up <laughs> sorry my asian people solidarity y'all but he ended up being the main person and his brother and somebody else are like the main people who write it so they're in the season one i think season two yeah it was a couple of different ones but then they just stuck with one person like season this recent season is all the same mm. and you can feel the the cohesion in the editing and the pacing and just the way it's shot um which I hope in season three they'll they'll kind of go that. Um, but yeah, I think that's what I can remember about season. Mm. And then, how would the rest of you? How would you rank the seasons here? <clears throat> oh, easily season three is one of the best. It, it for me, season three is one of the best seasons of superhero television of all time. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think. Um, the only thing that's come close to it is maybe for me stuff like uh, the boys, stuff like Watchmen, stuff like mm-hmm. Peacemaker. But I think the <clears throat> just the story that they're telling in season three, bringing back uh, Wilson Fisk, introducing the character of a uh, uh, of Bullseye, who's played excellently by a uh, Wilson Bethel, and yes, how they delve they delve deep into his backstory and make him a literal version of of matt of matt without the without the support of uh his church without his uh guiding light and his uh principles of of uh his of uh his religion and it was a such a fascinating thing um season two i think is uh the weakest season but even so i'd still say it's like an a minus so i go like three one and two Mm. yeah hunter I Nick Nick basically said it all. Like Nick is a thousand percent correct. Season three is 
I'll go a step further. It's one of my favorite seasons of television, period. I, I love season three uh, so fucking much. The last fight between uh, Daredevil, uh, Dex, and uh, Kingpin is one of my favorite fights I've seen in TV. Like that scene, that it's so well done, and it's it the the stakes are so high. And one thing we didn't mention is that uh, Matt loses uh, the suit, and so mm-hmm. he's back in the season one suit for the whole time. So him having you know not that protection, that little extra protection, does raise the stakes whenever he gets. His shit fucked up, and there's a couple times for Bulls. The, the, yeah, the he, office, yeah, the office fight <laughs> yeah. scene. The office fight scene is amazing, and and both yeah. pretty much all three fight scenes with Dex are this opera of choreography and stakes. Mm. Yeah, and it, it, it's all a marvel. It's a marvel to watch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Good but, resist. but yeah, season three is just. <sighs> And when Matt could have killed him, and when he flat out goes, I'll go after your wife, which there are some people going like, that's so cold that he'd do that. I'm like, he could kill him. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, like, so, you realize he was like he, three seconds away from killing him, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like shush. Um, but, but that's so, uh, but scene is just uh, so well done. And season three is great. Nick is right. Like, I, I already mentioned it. The hand... It's so frustrating in season two. It really upsets me. It's it, so lame. It, it How is. Immortal ninjas boring. Yeah, I, I just it, have a just uh, have a main producer in Jeff Loeb who hates Asian people. I guess. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. Um, hate that. I like the way that they bring Electra back in. Which, which, by the way, like she. I know what you called Matt, you know, like a whiny bitch. Electra's a fucking bitch. She's manipulative as fuck. He should have stabbed her as soon as he saw her. But, she's a woman. But, what do you expect, but, Hunter? She's but, a woman. Yeah, I, I know, I know, right? Yeah, your words. But, <laughs> this is based. This is this is based on a mostly known Frank Miller comic. So of course she she's off. Yeah, but I mean, but their chemistry though. They do a great job in that flashback episode where you go like, fuck, I get it. Like, I get why, like, you keep, you know, you can't quit this bitch. But, it's it's but, basically, it's that entire flashback, it's basically like Sid and Nancy for fucking Matt Murdock. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong, but it's it's really well handled. My So, okay, so my, my big gripe, you know, the, the hand, don't like that. And this isn't really fair because it doesn't happen on this show. But one of the things I said I would ding the Defenders for is if they just resurrected Electra's ass just to kill her again. And that's exactly <laughs> what they fucking do. And I just went, God damn it, Marvel, why would you do that? <laughs> Electra's such a great character. Like, it bothers me. Again, it's not season two's fault because she at least gets a cool death in season two. But god damn it, Defenders. Like, you should have been great and you're just good. But. I digress. And then season one is just it the hallway fight. That alone makes season one great. That that uh, was that was the moment that changed uh, superhero TV forever. Because even after that, you saw shows like you saw shows like Arrows, shows like The Flash. You started to see them incorporate like one take fights in 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 their series and. 
it, it's so cool because uh, I watched that uh, Collider Cruel, like Stuntman React. That is a, like a legit oneer. You know how you have a lot of these, yeah. uh, a lot of these one takes where you have like these hidden cuts in there. It's so it's simulated. That one was for real. Yeah, and it's it's so well handled. Like watching that one in the in the Luke Cage one where he breaks into the uh, armory. Those are two of my favorite fight scenes in anything. Because, like, the Luke Cage one's fucking badass because you just get to see, you know, a black dude in a hoodie not getting shot and fucking shit up. <laughs> like, it, it, it's fucking incredible. But the hallway fight is so cool because you see those moments where Matt has to, like, stop for a second to get a breath because, you know, he's not a super soldier or something like that. He, like, he, he gets tired and he gets his ass kicked a lot, too. Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. Cause so so one thing that always does bother me, and this isn't exclusive to Daredevil, but it's just an action trope. I hate when people jump through windows and they're not cut. It bothers me so goddamn much. Like whenever I see that, it's like <laughs> at least your hands. Like please, for the love of God, like can, I, can you show any damage? But Matt takes so much damage throughout the show. It's like okay, it like kind of like, makes me forget about it. It's like every season has an episode where he's basically just laid up bleeding. Mm. Well, the first time he meets Kingpin face to face after he beats the he uh, fucks that, him up. Oh man, like that 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 there are beings in the Bible that weren't that biblical. Like I was like, God <laughs> damn, like, like Jesus Kingpin, Christ, yeah, Jesus didn't have it that rough. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, he fucks Matt's world up. And I remember going like, oh, wow, you're really overmatched. But the first time you guys fight, that's how it should feel. So there's mm-hmm. just a, there's a beauty in the violence. Um, in season two with Punisher, there's this point where he shoots this guy's face clean off of a shotgun. And I remember I was mid-bong hit. I was like, Jesus Christ. Because like, the, sh- <laughs> the show's violent, but they'd never shown it to that level so season two is actually more violent than one which is hmm. insane because yeah, it was like the greatest like I, the greatest <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like i you know i had a joke i'm gonna be good but, but, like, <laughs> but it's but yeah it's like the show overall is just it's one of my favorite shows um it, it's just so great um from all the acting performances also i'm blanking on her name but Foggy ends up hooking up with um, uh, ditzy blonde, uh, ditzy cool blonde from uh, Jessica Jones. Which Foggy, great pulser, just just you know, <laughs> tip, uh, tip, tip of the cap. But yeah. um, it is cool. It is cool. Season three, you do see, see other elements from like Jessica Jones and stuff kind of creep in, and so it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Um, but yeah, if you haven't watched Daredevil, watch Daredevil. It's kind of great. Yeah. Oh, and Rosario Dawson's great. Yeah, yeah. got about her. Yep. Um, yeah, Rosario Dawson, yeah, she appeared in the first season, and she would go and appear in the other different Marvel Netflix shows. She was kind of their Agent Coulson, I guess, throughout the shows, the recurring character that you saw. Um, also, the character of Turk, um, who's also in here as well. Oh, uh, yeah, Turk, he's played Turk by the so wonderful good. Peter Morgan. Oh, uh, Rob Turk Morgan. is so good. Uh, isn't it Rob Morgan? I think it's Rob Morgan. Oh, Rob Morgan, yes, yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, Ramo, who's a great character actor, by the way. He appears in a lot of different stuff. Uh, he's a really, really great character actor. 
Uh, really awesome. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I would say the same ranking. I'd say, you know, season three, um, one and two for me if I had to rank the seasons. And to see the progression of, like I said, the action sequences, seeing them again um, still hold up really well and see how they kind of even improve a lot of different seasons. Even in season three, uh, where he fights Bullseye, where you see the introduction of that character, I thought was really good. Um, the fight sequences there are very interesting because his whole ability is he can throw things with accurate precision. Um, so seeing him bounce something off of something else and whack Daredevil in the face was absolutely kind of fun to watch um also it's kind of seeing the introduction of a lot of these other kind of different characters these little minor characters that they introduce here uh which was kind of very nice uh the character who ends up making his costume um that was very good to see like how his costume kind of gets progressively better how he adds like different things there to the full classic costume that we see um and the full classic staff that we see where it can um, be retractable and he can swing um that was kind of very nice to see a lot of people prefer actually the the original the og costume the all black costume as opposed to the red one, actually. I see a lot of people kind of prefer the, the black one. Yeah, because it's more comic accurate if you want to make that, like, technically, because it's plainer. But mm -hmm. I like the evolution of the red suit, as he, like, to your point, as he starts to modify it. It's like, I don't know, it's very kind of like... Yeah, the reveal... The, yeah, yeah the end of season one, the red suit, that was... Eh, there there oh, were, see, like, elements I, I didn't like... Season the season two one where that he wears throughout uh, that and uh, throughout the defenders that one was really cool that one uh, that one looked really good but it feels like a Mark One that's why I liked the end of season one reveal because he shouldn't have the classic costume by the end of season one like he should like like Marvel's got toys to sell they can't give you the full classic <laughs> costume the first time I mean, I, was, so. I mean I was kind of expecting him to do like the yellow and red one. Oh, at okay. the end of season one, and nobody would. like that. <laughs> <laughs> but but I actually but I get what you're saying though because like you know you see the elements where like the padding is like squared out and all that. But for a you know a Mark One, which is exactly what it is, I went yeah, this totally makes fucking sense. So, hmm. but to next point in season two when he gets to more like all red looking one, it looks really sleek. Like it it makes me excited to see what uh, Battinson's second bat suit's gonna look like for the batman too because it because if it takes that sort of leap it's gonna look really clean but the evolution of the costumes is cool because you only get three like one per season and you don't really mm -hmm. i mean what yeah yeah three so it's like it works really well for the character in general but yeah um yeah that was yeah that was really nice um yeah, you know, I think it's, you know, this series, I mean, I still think it's one of the better Marvel Netflix shows, for sure. I think it's probably the best one. Um, the other shows, I mean, Jessica Jones, I think it had a great first season, um, even comparable with some of the best seasons of Daredevil, but I wasn't a fan of the other couple seasons. Jenna, you didn't like Jessica Jones at all? It, I feel the exact same way you do. Like, it, it, it was one of those shows that had to grow on me. And even, it just, then it just started irritating me. Should have been on HBO and not on. The I dug, I dug all three. Yeah, it, I mean it's cute, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, not the word I'd use. For <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah, but I, I just wish a different hands. It just deserves a different person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I'll say about uh, the one thing I will say about Jessica Jones, um, just real quick. The scene in the police station with David Tennant's Kilgrave is one of the most tense fucking scenes 
It's mm. so incredibly unnerving. And the way that he acts like he loves her is just so many levels of fucked up. We don't have enough time to yeah, get into it. Like yeah, it's, it's Jessica Jones. The first season of Jessica Jones is fucking incredible, and David Tennant yeah. is one of the greatest comic villains of all time. Oh, I can like, really I can never, I can never rewatch Doctor Who, his Doctor Who, after seeing that <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah, get, get your sonic screwdriver away from her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, he was a fantastic villain. Uh, I just think they kind of overdid it by bringing him back like in season two and trying to use that character again um you know i mean i just didn't think it had that same impact as it did season one um and you know with daredevil um i think it was great when you first see like smaller characters of the hand and seeing it like more you know in the shadows with madame gal who was like this very mysterious character i think that was very good it's just the more and more they keep revealing and then when it eventually gets to the defenders it's just not as good anymore um but i liked it when it was you know they had first built it up at first i thought that was really good i just mm -hmm. think the execution of it was poor with the hand um but you know, um, I'm wondering what they're going to do for this new season of Daredevil, how they're going to really work it. Um, would you rather just... Bullseye. Bullseye. <laughs> well, they already did. Bullseye. Bullseye again? They already did Bullseye. You want Bullseye again? I want Bullseye in the costume. That's what I want. I uh, want, like, Bullseye official. That's that's what that's the shit I want. Yeah, okay. give me give me that. <laughs> yeah, give, yeah, give me Wilson Bethel back as Bullseye. Because okay. he was such a great character in the third season. Mm. Would you want to see him? Oh, like the... Oh, What's his name? Who played him? Who played oh, him uh, in the movie? Will, it was an actor named uh, Wilson Bethel. No, I meant in the movie. Who Colin Farrell? Oh, oh Colin Farrell was the guy in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't like Colin Farrell? <laughs> yeah. So, fun fact, because Disney like uh, owns the uh, character, uh, the X-Men characters now, they could actually talk about uh, Bullseye's skeleton being made of animanium. That would be pretty badass, so... They should do that. <laughs> mm. well, maybe th maybe they'll bring that in because like at the end of season three, it was like he got fucked up by Fisk and then he had to have back surgery. So he <laughs> yeah he, yeah he he gets like he gets the bane backbreaker yeah. against a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like like so fuck. Oh man, mm. F when Fisk just grabs him, you're like, oh shit, what's he doing? And just ramps him to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you think it. Then you think it's over, and then you realize, oh shit, him and Matt are still standing. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, god, that uh, shit's so great. Just... Um, and I, I will say, like, one of the character that didn't really work for me, I think, throughout this year, I think all the casting was really great. I did not like the woman who played Electra. I thought Electra was. I didn't I like the actress who played Electra, Lodi Young. Um, Interesting. I didn't think she. I, was I thought the. I I thought I thought the writing and the performance was great. I didn't end up liking what they did with her. Yeah, uh, no, that that's completely fair. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought the actress was. I just didn't think she was all that strong. I if they do do it, I I don't know. I would hope they would kind of replace her with somebody else. Would you want to see a movie or would you want to see a series? Joe, 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 Joe. I knock it off. We don't need a show. I want more time with. I want more time with this character, especially exactly. with. Uh, with uh, a lot of the uh, MCU shows, with like uh, especially Moon Knight, I don't think you could have gotten the character development done in two hours. I agree. I think you needed the you needed more than six episodes that we're getting, but I think uh, it's working. 
Mm. If they well, wanted to, three seasons of character. So like. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're you're right. You can have too much character development. <laughs> I mean, actually, yeah, to the point where, where do we? Okay, weren't you just complaining about Matt being a whiny bitch and you want a movie? He is. To... He is a whiny so, bitch. Okay, well, so that's why I don't so... want another show. That's why I don't want another show. That doesn't make sense because you want him to have more character development, but you want to change no, the medium to get more I was being sarcastic. What I'm saying is that, like, you've already, we've already gotten three seasons. Technically, with the other shows, uh, especially with Hawkeye, even though it wasn't great, but... Uh, they're already bringing in Fisk. They're already like bringing in that character in that background, the Yakuza and all that. Like Marvel has already started dabbling in that universe already, and is already expanding that universe already. That, and then we didn't we just see him in what movie was that? Oh my god, No Way Home, Spider Man. No, was it Spider? Yeah, yeah. So it's just like yeah. y'all don't give that man his movie. And give us three movies and call it a day. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I feel like another season. I would. I would like to see it wrapped up in four seasons and then give us a film. But I don't think this is. I don't think Daredevil is a strong enough storyline to where we can get like five, six, seven seasons out that bitch. Like, yeah. I would like to see them try. I would like to see. There's <laughs> plenty of Daredevil that they could draw from to get six or seven seasons. So, like, yeah, there's pl- there's plenty of Daredevil books to draw from. There's plenty of character interactions that opened that are open now that he is in the MCU. Like, I want to see him interact with Spider-Man. I want to see him play off of Sam Wilson's cap. I want to see him go up with with uh, Shang-Chi. I mean, last last hand, uh, they already kind of did Born Again, Guardian Devil, Yellow. There's a there's just a couple off the top of my head. Like they they yeah. they have multiple directions they could they could take the, the Marvel, character. You know how and, and he and he is and he is coming back for uh, Echo. That that show yes. that they're doing with uh, uh, Lockwood yeah. character. That's what I'm saying. If they don't work, it, if it's not working to the universe that Marvel is building, you're not gonna get like you're just not gonna get what you want to get. Like it'll probably be great to. I know they have all the stories. A lot of these characters have a shit ton of stories that they cover, but they pick specific story and plot lines because Marvel likes to keep, you know, they have a they have a mm. nice little map and a little tree. Yeah. But I just feel like now that they have these properties, and to be honest with you, we when was the last time we had a good Daredevil movie? Let's talk about it. We haven't. So I mean, they've, they've, they've only made where, one. Yeah. They've only made <laughs> one Daredevil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was trash. Exactly. And we so get, like, and we get the series in. It's awesome. Exactly. So, I don't know. I would like to see them do give him a movie treatment. Because it's one of those properties that, like how you said, they only did one. So, it's like, mm. now we get to see kind of re- it refreshed, you know, and we can kind of reboot it in a way that's an actual reboot. Because it mm. will now be a part of the Marvel Universe has already built. Yeah. So, I just don't think it has... I don't think Marvel's going to make that many seasons mm-hmm. with that character. Well, like that. rumors it's were getting a fourth season. The, the oh, yeah. rumors were getting a fourth season shooting uh, at the end you, of this you know year. What, so. You know what? If you can make the hand cool how... I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean... They, uh, they 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 could do yeah they could do a whole run of Daredevil uh, season Daredevil off of Bendis's run like they they've they've got some stories they could tell throughout a show but, yeah they can probably well, do five seasons I can guarantee you right now they're gonna probably do 
Yeah, I could see them doing maybe two more seasons. I see a movie because uh, hey, how's it going there, uh, Doctor Strange? How's it going? The first time chat. Six seasons is in a movie. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, if, right. they, if they do a movie there, um, yeah, because I mean, it would be nice for them to do a movie that's more small scale. You know what I mean? I thought that's what mm-hmm. Black Widow was going to be, but that ended up being over bloated. Um, you know, so more on the ground, street level type stuff, movie wise, instead of being a save the world because Daredevil's not going to be saving the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, Dare, Daredevil is not that kind of character. Um, he's not going to. Yeah, that every character is a. Not every character is equipped to be a film, though, and, and and that's the thing. Like to Nick's point earlier, I don't think you could do a good Moon Knight film unless you make the shit like six hours. Like mm-hmm. I'm happy they're going the route they am with making it a show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not every character warrants a film. Yeah, you know, that's so. true. Yeah, I, I like what they're doing with the show uh, with Daredevil. Obviously, it worked great as a show, and that was awesome for them. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see what they do. Like I said, they have a lot to draw from comic book wise that they could do, you know, more material on. Because Daredevil is not like a character that was how Jessica Jones was. Where Jessica Jones really, she only kind of had, I think, one big book, which was the Alias book, really. Uh, that was kind of mm-hmm. really it. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, so um, yeah, I would love to see that uh, with a lot of stuff they do um, with season four. Um, yeah, so that was Daredevil. Uh, let me see what Chill's talking. Chill going crazy in this chat. Let me see what he's talking about. Hold on, catch up. <laughs> Bringing Matt defending police killing right. season five. <laughs> um, <laughs> chill, he called um, Nurse Coulson. Um, swap meet costume. None of the defenders can dress. Uh, defenders make the Eternals <laughs> look like Prince in the Revolution. Um, Jessica I'm jo- fucking weak. Jessica Jones never changed them. Dim- Jessica Dim- Jones Dim- never changed them damn jeans. That is true. She did wear the same jeans for three seasons. Uh, that is very true. Um, the same ripped jeans. And she was also an alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, and, functioning yeah. Alcoholic. yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many times she pissed herself in them jeans, honestly. Um, <laughs> uh, more foggy next season. Um, Charlie, yeah, Foggy's great. Charlie yeah. acting like that in Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, Charlie Cox was that was the first thing I ever saw him in Boardwalk Empire. That yeah, was, he's, same. He's yeah, I, I remember him from uh, um, that movie Theory of Everything and uh, Stardust. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right, he was in Stardust. Forgot about that. Um, let's see. Chill. So, Turtles had three films, and they are Daredevil's Acid Sperm. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, Loki was the best thing out of the MCU so far. I guess Loki too. Show. Um, yeah. I like. Well, I think WandaVision is still the best Disney Plus show. I think still WandaVision. Still Interesting. Best. I still. So think. I dug. So look, Marvel has let me down once, and that's with Thor: Dark World. Like, like that's <laughs> the one time I. Oh, eh, Iron Fist. If you want to count that, but um, but yeah, for the most part, I think they hit more than they miss. For me, so far in this in this new phase. I just think Falcon Winter Soldier is just the shit. I think that show is... It's basically the way I wanted start to finish. But mm. um, everything else from there has still, I think, been pretty good. I do think it's funny that Marvel's going on this, like, let's talk about... Like, let's talk about religion and, like... But, like, not specifically talk about religion. Because, like, <laughs> Daredevil Season 3 is a man having a crisis of, uh, of faith. And the thing is, when Matt is talking about why he kind of hates being a Catholic, uh, you're kind of like, he's not, fuck, he's not wrong for being kind of like, why the fuck should I even give a shit? It's like, I mean, yeah, fair, church, church is kind of rough, but then, <laughs> but then he, you know, he finds, 
faith in his own way. Eternals is flat out like, man, you know. The Let's whole, kill God. Yeah, yeah. like, man, <laughs> God kind of sucks. Am I right? That, man, yeah. this whole of God's are, he's kind of mean. Like, it's like, oh, wow, you're going to do this for, oh, over two hours. Okay. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's basically what that movie is. So I mm. wonder if you need to kind of go back into Matt's faith. I don't think you need to. Um, mm-hmm. I think you kind of did that with season three, but I think that's kind of a core component of the character that kind of needs to almost be on the back burner, but you don't always have to bring it up because... Well, 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 you also have the question because this version of the character who is is uh, like a devout Catholic, how does he reconcile with beings like Thanos who, who at the drop of a hat can snap away half the universe? Hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It, it how does he reconcile? That... How does he reconcile knowing that like alien space magic and actual magic exist? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a. Oh, can we also talk about real quick how the best depiction of the rapture happened in an Avengers film? <laughs> 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 like, like, like that's kind of weird, right? <laughs> like <laughs> they made four Left Behind movies, and I never felt as scared when it was like, oh shit, people just popped. Turn into dust. Oh fuck, that's horrifying. 